Welcome to the Get Heard with Ian Roth podcast, where it is our mission to enable leaders to effectively engage and motivate their audience through written and verbal communication. What is going on, my fellow Get Heard leaders out there? Hope you are doing well, and what a wonderful Wednesday to be alive. Thank you so much for checking out the Get Heard podcast. You know, it's been going on for almost, shoot, a, a year now, and you know, you guys have been so supportive and I really can't thank you enough. So thank you so much for all of these supports. And, you know, if you could take that support to the next level, I would be eternally grateful if you could leave a review or share this podcast with a friend, really get the get heard word out there. That's a mouthful to more people so we can help more people and, you know, enable people to be better leaders and communicators. And I, so I wrote this next thing down and I just wanted to run it by you. So what do you guys think about the, for the Get Heard podcast, do and they will follow. It's kind of a, kind of a very short to the point motto that I think is very, very powerful. Do and they will follow. So set the example, be the example. Others will see you doing it, recognize you and the leader and follow suit. So do and they will follow. Potentially the new Get Heard podcast motto or slogan. Today's episode is going to be more or less a another kind of rant, just like the uh, one of the previous ones I did, and mostly centered around an episode of the Order of Man podcast that I listened to earlier. Again, listened to twice. First time, soaked it all in. Second time, wrote copious notes and wrote copious notes, and that's going to be the premise for a lot of the things I discussed today. But I will link that episode in the show notes again, listen to it, a lot of good stuff there, just because of the title of the show, Order of Men, it is not specifically geared toward men. Men and women can take a lot away from this episode. It is extremely, uh, it, it is pretty vulgar, so just know that going in, a lot of F-bombs being dropped, but regardless, the message and the uh, the guest that is on that episode for uh, Order of Man very, very powerful, very, very good speaker with, I mean, he's just crushing it in life and a go-getter, no excuse kind of guy. And, um, you know, just a, a phenomenal kind of way to think about things. So starting off the conversation or conversation, me just talking to you, starting off the podcast is kind of the privilege mindset. And, you know, people have said that there's a like, you know, you have white privilege, male privilege, happiness privilege, believe it or not. And, you know, sure, there, there's a whole debate of whether there is male privilege or white privilege, or I'm not looking to debate whether that exists or not. So if it does exist, and that's a big if, if, if it does exist, and if I have privilege for being a white man, would I be a fool to not use that? You know, people are claiming I have white privilege, white male privilege. What do those people expect me to do or not do with that privilege? Should I not capitalize on it? Should I, you know, not take advantage of everything that the good Lord has blessed me with? Or should I, like, I don't know what else to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I guess I could do nothing. And I guess I could just say that I have this privilege. It's not fair. And, you know, in order to kind of appease those who don't have this. I'm just not going to do anything. I suppose that is a way to live your life, but you know, privilege, it just, I, I don't know, just a weird, 
a thing to think about, regardless of whether you think the privilege exists or not. And a lot of going kind of into another another subject of people and their opinions. So people often act like, you know, well, well, he's he's rich, so yada yada, or he's really in shape, or yada yada. In, insert something here that people judge you for, and especially when people complain if someone else is rich or in shape, it's not like that rich person is taking all of the money away from other people. You know, it's not like that person is rich, therefore you are poor or it's causing you to be poor, or that person is in shape and therefore causing you to be fat. That That's not how it works. That is literally, that is not how it works. I, like, you're not fat because someone else is ripped. You know, you see what I'm saying? Those two things don't have any correlation on another. So you judging or someone judging others for for those things and, and claiming it's not fair or or something like that, you know, it's just a terrible argument. And one of the things stated in, in this episode of Order of Man is uh, the guest, his name is Sean, says, if you show me someone who's extremely ripped, I will show you want someone who just does more stuff than you. And he says it a little more... Um, couple more colorful words than that. But if you show me someone who is ripped, I will show you someone that does more stuff than you. You know, we all feel whether you work out or not, we all get the feeling sometimes that we don't want to work out. You know, I, I'm sore, I'm tired, I don't want to do it. I don't have a lot of time. Insert excuse here. But the person that is ripped for this example, is the kind of person that will feel those things and still do the workout. You know, a work again, the workout is just the example here that the person that is rich is the person that when he is tired or worn down or drained still gets out of bed and busts his butt to make stuff happen for his business, his family, whomever. So that, I mean, you just have to think of life that way. And sure, like I said, man, we all get the same feelings. I'm tired as hell oftentimes, but I still set my alarm for 4.05 in the morning get out of bed, don't hit snooze, wash my face, shave, and then go in the gym and do something. And, you know, even if I am, I am legitimately sore and I'm not able to push myself as hard as I want to, I still get out of bed and do something with weights or still go for a run. I still do something. And that's, sure, I hate me for doing that. I mean, that's not... I don't care. I don't care if you hate me for doing that or you say that you can't do that because of work or family or whatever. That's fine. Really, I mean, you're just lying to yourself. And I will tell you that is not a good way to live. You need to be honest with yourself and you need to find time to do things that are important to you. We can't make time. There's only so much time in a day. So you need to find the time to do things that will make you a better person. So again, if you show me someone who is ripped out of his mind, I will show you someone who does more stuff than you. Another point that is, I think, just excellent that was made in this episode is be obsessed with visions. You need to visualize things happening that haven't happened yet, but are where you want to be. And in the example that is used in the episode is, I think there's a lot of MMA references, mixed martial arts um, and, and a fight that a, a famous MMA fighter that was visualizing his opponent throwing like a right hook and him blocking the right hook or whatever you call blocking a, a punch in MMA. So that when like he got in the ring with this person and someone and the guy threw a right hook, he already knew it's not like it was it was not the first time that he saw this. He 
in his mind would replay this over and over and over again beforehand. So it was just second nature. The guy threw the right hook and he immediately knew how to block it because he'd done it before in his mind. Visions are powerful. I think that visions are a very important part of goal setting. And, you know, you set goals and, you know, they're geared to where you want to be, but you need to take the time and, and sit there and think about them and picture them happening. You know, what, what do I need to do to get there? Picture me going out and, and starting my business. Picture me going out and, and, and trying to sell my product to people. What I'm going to say, picture the reactions on their face. How am I going to adjust my pitch? And then picture myself making that first sale, walking away from their door, going back to my car, having made that sale and, and what that feels like, what that looks like. Visions are powerful. And from those visions, we can you know, look at developing some patterns that we can start using or, or start doing to make it more likely that we get there. You know, patterns are extremely powerful in, in getting us into that positive mindset and getting us to do positive and productive things. And if you set those patterns and get those, establish those patterns through kind of muscle memory and the repetition, your work ethic oftentimes is going to match that. So patterns are extremely important. And there's a book uh, my wife just got, I think it's called Atomic Habits or Atomic Patterns, Atomic Habits, I think is what it's called the importance of habits and establishing those positive habits and patterns is like just, I keep saying it's so important, so important, so important, but it really, really is. I haven't read the book yet, but you know, getting yourself, forcing yourself to kind of get in the muscle memory and automatically do the right and productive things just goes a long way. And if you look at many of the successful people in business or just life, the things that they do on the daily, or play a big role into them being successful. Another thing to look at is, you know, look at someone who is successful or, you know, the example used in the Order of Man episode was the guest was walking down the beach. They live in California, of course, and saw up on a hill. It was a $26 million house. And he and his young son had a conversation about it. His son asked him a question. And he explained to his son, well, you know, how do you afford a $26 million house? Well, you know, 10% down payment interest. Mathematically, you know, you can understand, it's very easy to understand how to afford that. But what the real meat and potato conversation was, was what does the person who buys that house, what does, what does he do when he wakes up in the morning? What does he eat for lunch? What does, how does he behave as a husband? How does he treat his wife? How is he as a father? You know, what what things does he do in his life? That is the hard work. That is the hard stuff. The math of how to afford a $26 million house is easy. It's not easy to get $26 million by any means, but the math of how to get it is easy. So what does the person who's doing what I want to do, what what are his habits and what are his patterns that he does? It is It's a great way to think about it. You know, Another example they use, you know, what is the person who's ripped out of his mind? What, what type of person is that? Is that the type of person that is just going to go after work, get drunk with his friends? Is that the type of person who's going to sleep in until noon on the weekends? Is that the type of person who's going to be a jerk to his wife? No, no, probably not. You know, the type of person who is ripped out of his mind is probably going to be very meticulous and intentional of what he puts in his body. It's going to be very, very probably going to be an early morning riser or, you know, work out after work, but probably a morning person, 
probably is nice to his wife. And, you know, what does he, what else does he do? I'll let you kind of think about what else that person does. And it's a, it's just a cool way and a way that I never thought to think about it. And everything that that person doesn't do, it just kind of doesn't manifest. You know, he's, yeah, it, of course, a person who's ripped out of his mind isn't going to be eating McDonald's every day. So, and uh, something that, uh, again, I, I'll, I'll repeat this part, but show me someone who is ripped or show me someone who is rich and I'll show you a guy who is willing to do more work than you are. Man, isn't that true about not just being in shape or being wealthy, but just in life? And it is so, man, when, when I heard that in this episode, it's just like, whoa, like kind of mind blown had to stop and pause the episode and think about it. But I mean, isn't it true? You show me someone who is just exploding in his career, or you show me someone who is working for himself, starting his own business. Show me someone who's wealthy. You show me someone who is in shape and you show me someone who is just in a phenomenally happy marriage, or you show me someone who's just an excellent involved father. That is someone who is doing more than you are. And yeah, can you think of a situation where that isn't the case? I, just in the quick little thinking I've been doing, I, I can't think of a situation where that is the case. So someone who attacks them with ferocity and being intentional about it is more likely to just be doing more than you in general. And just awesome, awesome way. I challenge you to kind of think about that. And if you do meditation or journaling, write something about that because there it's a great way to kind of get it's just a great perspective to think of of things that way and really the last thing or one of the last things i wanted to talk about that i heard in this awesome episode is why do people get triggered you know you often hear people say well that triggers me you know don't say that i get triggered triggered really meaning offensive offensive that offends me hurts my feelings. People say, but hurt, probably not politically correct term to say it, but why do people get triggered? It's because someone else has something and that person is not willing to do the work for it. Again, when I heard this in the show, I like my mic drop mind blown kind of thing. Someone is triggered. That means that, you know, if, if you, I'll say you, you are triggered because I have something, yet you are not willing to do the work for it. So if talking about you know, uh, being fat was an example used in the show. So if you are obese and I say, you know, you, you should consider, you know, what, what are you doing? Let, let's, I, want, I want you to be healthy. Let's, let's work on some healthy habits that you can pick up because you you know, went to the doctor, you're, you're morbidly obese and we need to do something about it. Well, and you, you can't say that. I, that triggers me that you said I'm morbidly obese. Well, you're, you're triggered because I'm in shape. You're not, and you're not willing to do the hard work to get in shape. Do you, do you see what I, where I'm going there? And again, it doesn't always have to be about uh, skinny, fat, rich, or poor, but that was kind of the theme of the episode that I listened to. So my apologies for kind of being centered around those, those themes. But yeah, someone has something. So, and and another person is jealous of it and is not that person is not willing to do the hard work to get there and man isn't isn't that so true people you see complaining and whining and moaning life isn't fair yada yada i'm triggered yada yada well guess what 
I, uh, I got triggered once. I got over it and decided that was a terrible way to live my life. So I don't get triggered. I just carry on with my life and try to do great things as much as I can and be a good father, husband, and you know, a great American. So yes, we have things that are within our control. Other people's opinions are not something within our control. So the, the quicker you can realize that and accept that, the more happily you will live your life. Okay, well, that was about 15 minutes of ranting and raving, kind of all over the place, but wanted to, I think we stayed kind of within a decent left and right limits, talked about what makes people triggered, talked about people who are just doing hard work, and I have an episode called The Three Rules of Success, Step 1, Get to Work, Step 2, Work Harder, Step 3, Keep Working, so it ties nicely back into that one, and then, of course the whole privilege talk. And, you know, if you say I have privilege, what, what do you want me to do about it? Not, not use it to my advantage to succeed, you know? So some interesting things kind of, I think it's still leadership focused, but we're just kind of getting a little more into real world stuff and personal opinion stuff. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope it gives you a little bit more of a behind the scenes look as to who I am as a person, where I'm not just, you know, interviewing people, asking leadership specific questions and you're just some real world practical leadership stuff that you need to be aware of and I, I want you to be the most capable people that you can be whether it's what I don't care what it is I just want you to be the best at what you can be and you know just always always strive for excellence and chase success so I do have some coaching sessions available so go to talkinglama.com and the big orange button on the front of my website, click on that and put you in touch with me. And I am taking on some more clients for coaching. So I would love, absolutely love to the, have the privilege to speak with you and do some goal setting, hold you accountable and get you back on the right track or get you to the next level, depending on what you're looking to do. And again, as always, everybody, thank you so much for your support. I would not be doing this without you all, without the downloads, the comments, the engagement, on LinkedIn, my blog posts, Instagram. You guys are awesome. And thank you so much for the support. I hope you're staying safe out there and we'll do this sign off for the first time. Do and they will follow. Take care.